Oh, yeah. Whatever day this is. Let's go neighborhood. Sometimes you just gotta book some fantasy to plan out some wrestling. What you want it to be. This is By the Book. Come take a look. By the Book. Well, technically, you'll hear it. DC's just a fan laying out his plan. By the Book. To get you in the spirit. This is By the Book. So, hey, neighborhood, if you're feeling low, DC will save you with this podcast show. This is By the Book. By the book. Shooby doo wop, wada. Yeah. Hello, friends. Welcome back to By the Book. I'm DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. We are continuing our work on the third round of the tournament of nerdiness proper, whittling it down from the terrific 256 to the wonderful 128. Uh, We've made it through six pages of the 16 total pages of this tournament. Um, so without any further ado, uh, let's continue, shall we? Let's, let's keep it going. Um, we begin, page seven, Dr. Death, Steve Williams, taking on Brad Armstrong. Dr. Death took out hard work Bobby Walker and then uh, Jimmy Garvin. Brad Armstrong defeated Friar Ferguson and then Joey Abs. Uh, I love both of these wrestlers, but the Dr. Death, while I missed a lot of kind of his, you know, I wasn't watching. I have, bleh, let me try that again. Not watching, you know, a whole lot of Japan. I missed a lot of his work there. I didn't see any of his work in the, what was it, UWF or so. But what I have seen, I've loved. He is very much what I would wish to be were I a professional wrestler. The same size, the amateur look, the, you know, uh, there's a reason that usually when I make myself as a wrestler, um, I look for some version of the Oklahoma Stampede as a finisher. So Dr. Death gets the win over Brad Armstrong. Uh, the next matchup, Cedric Alexander versus Matt Bourne. Said, I, I don't need to tell you who who beat who, necessarily. You can go to old episodes and figure that out. Maybe when we get down to the the really nitty-gritty of it, when we get down to the final-ish rounds, we'll, we'll start to track their progress. Uh, Cedric Alexander versus Matt Bourne. I like Matt Bourne. His work in ECW, very good. Um, the problem with Matt Bourne, for me at least, is that Matt Bourne didn't do a lot. You know, he was doink. He was big Josh. He had probably other gimmicks that I'm not aware of. Um, Cedric Alexander has been Cedric Alexander this whole time. I saw him in Ring of Honor, liked what I saw. Saw him in the Cruiserweight Classic, liked what I saw. Have seen him in the WWE and 205 Live. I've liked what I've seen the entire time. So I'm going to give Cedric the win. Next up, ooh, tough matchup here. The Great Muta. Versus Drake Maverick. I love everything that's happening with Drake Maverick right now. Whether it is uh, a work, whether this was, was all a plan, whether this was a legit 
you know, he he legitimately got released, legitimately posted that emotional um, video, and he's just been doing awesome work in the interim cruiserweight tournament leading up to it. I don't care. Uh, this has been awesome. So I really like his character. Um, however, the great Muda is, you know, I... I don't want to say one of a kind because there's been a lot of the face painted sort of wrestlers before, but I, I just adore the great Muda. Um, you know, when I'm watching these NWA pay-per-views and he shows up in his wrestling sting and his wrestling, he's great. So I'm giving the win to the great Muda, but there is no shame, Drake Maverick, no shame whatsoever. I feel that way for all these guys. Uh, Jimmy Snuka versus Stevie Richards. We again turn to the question of who has brought me the most joy. Uh, Stevie. Stevie has brought me the most joy in all of his kind of iterations and things. Even though I didn't love the Blue World Order when I first saw it, um, and when I saw it completely, he's good. I like that character. He's got a, he's a good wrestler. So I'm giving him the win over Jimmy Snooker. Whether or not I'm thinking of the bad guy rule, I might be. But either way, I would have given it to Stevie regardless. Uh, now we get into the Vampire Warrior versus the Genius. Now, up until this point, vampires have kind of run the table, it feels like, in, in this tournament. Um, I will say, however, that, you know, the Vampire Warrior defeated Sammy Guevara, who I don't particularly care for. And then he defeated Scotty Tuhati, uh, who didn't bring me a lot of joy. Too Cool was never my my jam. So he's made it this far, but I've only really, you know, I remember seeing him in PWI magazine and I've watched probably maybe three or four matches where he's actually the vampire warrior. Um, so he's going to lose to the genius because the G I love that character being someone who, you know, enjoys uh, poetry and, and writing poetry, the idea that the genius would craft poems, whether he wrote them or someone else wrote them. I think he did write them, Lanny Poffo. Um, it was great. So I'm going to give this to the genius. Makes it to the wonderful 128. Then we've got D'Angelo De Niro versus Rob Conway. You know, one of these days, that theme music is not going to be able to get him as far as it gets him. But it's making it to the 128. I'm giving the win to Conway. Um would I, you know, again, we come back to this if this was a fair tournament or bracket or whatever, if it was ranked. Um, should Brad Armstrong make it and Rob Conway not? Yes. Should Drake Maverick make it and the genius? That's more debatable. But Rob Conway is getting the win and he is advancing. I'll do the matchups later. Then we've got Jean-Pierre Lafitte, the pirate. Again, I'm a sucker for a pirate gimmick versus uh, Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert. I wonder how much silence I can give as Jeremy screams in his head, wondering what I'm going to do. Uh, I like Jean-Pierre Lafitte. I think that was a cool gimmick, not a great gimmick, and he is a very talented wrestler. But what I have seen from Hot Stuff, early days of ECW, uh, anytime I've seen Eddie Gilbert, I have liked him. So I am giving him the win. It's not even the Jeremy rule. It is just... The fact that I enjoy Eddie Gilbert. However, 
Eddie Gilbert's in trouble, and I don't think there's anything Jeremy can do to save him in this next matchup, uh, which is Vince McMahon versus Abyss. Like them both, but I'm watching Vince McMahon in 1998 right now, and he is just amazing. Uh, he gets the win, and Jeremy, I don't know what you're going to be able to do. You're going to have to come up with some loophole, I think, arguing that because he's also the owner, he shouldn't participate. I don't know what you're going to have to do, but you're going to have to figure out some way of getting me to give Eddie Gilbert the win over Vincent Kennedy McMahon, Mr. McMahon, arguably one of the greatest villains of all time. Or perhaps you will accept that he's made it to the wonderful 128 and he can go to the consolations and probably run roughshod over there. Maybe you'll accept that this is enough for uh, Eddie Gilbert. He's made, I think, yeah, 1,028. It's close to he's now in the upper 10%. So we'll see. Uh, page 7 matchups. Dr. Death versus Cedric Alexander. Fun match. Great Muda versus Stevie Richards. Fun match. The Genius versus Rob Conway. Good pre-show match. Good Sunday Night Heat match. Eddie Gilbert versus Vince McMahon. Who, who boy, as they say. Who boy. Uh, page eight. The Texas Tornado versus Christopher Daniels. Sorry. Sorry, Texas Tornado. But Christopher Daniels, sleeper, to perhaps uh, get very, very, very far in this tournament. I love me some Christopher Daniels. Um, we had a besties vote. Shawn Michaels defeated Terry Funk. Very close contest. Shawn Michaels versus Dusty Rhodes. Uh, this is my tournament. I'm not me leaving it up to the besties here. I'm giving it to Shawn Michaels. He brought me more joy than Dusty Rhodes did because I'm a 90s kid, not an 80s kid. And now if you're paying attention, you know the matchup. I think I teased it before. I teased it way back in the first round when I totally got screwed up in terms of the brackets. It's finally going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to decide at the time, but we got a main a WrestleMania main event matchup as far as I'm concerned. Owen Hart versus Big Dick Dudley. Oh, come on. What are we talking about here? What are we talking about here? Owen Hart. No question. Uh, Chainsaw Charlie versus Damian Sandow. Also no question. Damian Sandow, a.k.a. I'm counting that as like Mizdow. I'm, I think I'm putting both of those together. The... Savior of the ma the intellectual savior of the masses, along with Ms. Dow. But Sandow gets the win. Oh, again, I look at this sometimes and I'm like, how did this guy make it? Lash LaRue, Solomon Crow, and then a bye. Well, that would do it. That would do it. Uh, but he loses to Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin gets the win. And then we've got Waylon Mercy and Vampiro. You know, I had thought one way and I'm changing my mind right now because... Vampiro's career was longer. Um, Waylon Mercy was Dan Spivey, but Vampiro was Vampiro for longer. He had all of his great runs in Mexico, in you know, probably in Japan. But when it comes to joy, who has brought me joy? Waylon Mercy is that guy. He advances, defeating Vampiro, uh, making his way to the wonderful 128. Uh, Rusev versus the Yeti. Ooh, Rusev, of course. This is going to be tough. This, this is, this, he's got some high names. I'm glad. Oh, I'm glad. 
that at some point we're going to be re-ranking these. I'm actually really glad the Brandon Banks rule is coming into effect here because, you know, at this, I think at this point, yeah, okay, feeling good here because a lot of these names, the people who are going to advance will get re-ranked and will save me having to decide, you know, Owen versus Michaels or Owen versus Daniels or any of that sort of stuff. Uh, and then we've got the Macho King versus Kota Ibushi. We give that, of course, to the Macho King. I like Kota Ibushi just fine. So our round four matchups. Daniels versus Shawn Michaels. Owen Hart versus Damian Sandow. Baron Corbin versus Waylon Mercy. And Rusev versus the Macho King. Whew. Uh, again, Baron Corbin and Waylon Mercy, not of the quality of the others. But there are two, again, WrestleMania main event matchups. Uh, on here. Going to be tough. Tempted to just ask uh, Brandon to re-rank 128 names and save me, but I don't think I'm going to. I think we decided on 64. We'll keep it like that, but congratulations to those who advanced. Remember, I'll go back later and uh, make the switches and change things up um, in terms of the loser's bracket. Make the switches. In terms of the loser's bracket, I'll go back and drop people into the constellations, but I don't want to do that now. I want to focus on these wrestlers in this tournament proper. All right, I've moved on to page nine. Uh, Mitsuharu Masawa versus Marty Jannetty. Again, should Jannetty have made it this far? No. Uh, am I giving it to Masawa despite the fact that I've only watched a handful of his matches? Yes. Yes. The amount of joy I got from reading about him and playing as him in WCW versus the world and all of that. And I have seen now enough matches to be like, oh, he was so good. He advances. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Bullet Barb Armstrong. I am sorry, Jeremy. Kevin Owens wins. And again, I don't know that you would argue with that. Kevin Owens makes it to the next round. Uh, Iron Mike Sharp. <laughs> what is happening with this tournament? Iron Mike Sharp, who defeated Bill Dundee and Ray Rougeau, uh, will be taking on Joe Coffey. I do like Joe Coffey. Do I like him enough that he should be in the 128? No. But I'm proud to have him there. He defeats Iron Mike Sharp, Joe Coffey, in the wonderful 128. If you're not watching his work with Gallus, it's pretty darn good. Uh, and then Kidman versus Zach Gizman. Kidman versus Zach Gibson. Uh, I'm giving it to Kidman. Kidman advances. And again, I'm counting all of Kidman, I'm pretty sure. I don't think I have the flock Kidman in there. This is him from uh, Cruiserweight with no real gimmick to the flock to then Filthy Animals all the way into his WWE work. All right, Kidman makes it. The Warlord versus Ultimo Dragon. No contest. Ultimo Dragon wins. I don't think we need to talk anymore about that. And then Gentleman Jack Gallagher versus Austin Theory. I like Austin Theory. Um, but Gentleman Jack Gallagher, I think I made this observation yesterday, which would have been weeks ago when you're listening to this, is he looks like a Weasley that went to Durmstrang, if you get that Harry Potter reference. Um, Durmstrang was, I believe, the Russian school of magic. And he comes out, he looks like a Weasley with the red hair and everything. But he's got this kind of fur cloak. He looks like he's trying to be Victor Crumb, which is Drew Gulak's job, truthfully. Uh, Gentleman Jack gets the win. Rockabilly versus Raven. Oh, you got to give that to Raven. Rockabilly was pretty bad. Pretty bad indeed. I didn't enjoy Rockabilly 
uh, as much as I thought I would. But Raven, Raven's great. Ooh, tough matchup. Chad Gable versus Brian Pillman. This is loose cannon Brian Pillman, not flying Brian Pillman. <sighs> tough. Tough, tough, tough. Who has brought me more joy? I do like the loose cannon. He didn't wrestle a lot. And that whole thing with Goldust and Marlena really kind of soured it to me. Whereas, well, Gable was Shorty G. <laughs> so, they both have things they'd rather not talk about. Um, I'm going to give it to Gable because he is more of the type of wrestler I want to see. Um, and also, I have to admit, full disclosure, I know Flying Brian has made it to the 128. Um so there's a, that's also there. So I'm giving it to Chad Gable. All right. Page nine. Final four matchups here on page nine. Masala versus Kevin Owens. Whew, that would be a good. Uh, Joe Coffey versus Kidman. Clash of Styles, always great. David versus Goliath sort of thing. Ultimo Dragon versus Jack Gallagher. What a cruiserweight matchup that would be. And then Raven versus Chad Gable. That would be, again, lovely Clash of Styles. The Brawling versus the Amateur. That would be great. Wonderful matchups here in the tournament of nerdiness. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, you know, makes me want to get a WWE video game and make these characters and then I can have these matchups, but I'm not going to. That would be way too much work. Maybe this summer I'll do play around with some of that. All right, we're on page 10. Terry Taylor versus Cactus Jack. Sorry, Terry Taylor. Um, how you made it beyond skip, I'll never know. Jeremy must have had something to do with that. But Cactus Jack advances. Uh, we had a besties um, vote. The question mark defeated Brian Malonis. So it's now the question mark versus the model. I would love to watch Cactus Jack wrestle the question mark. I think that would be amazing. The series of matches they could have. The goofiness of Cactus Jack. We're talking like early 90s Cactus Jack showed up in today's NWA. It would be phenomenal. Oh, the stories, the, the vignettes, all of that. However, I loved the model. I really did. So I'm giving the model the victory over the question mark. I'm sorry. That probably makes you all want to yell with exclamation points or put a little asterisk next to this. But I'm going to take all your complaints, put them in parentheses, and I'm serious, period, end of story, about the question mark. See what I did there? Punctuation jokes here on By the Book. You're welcome. Oh, Big Bubba Rogers versus the Repo Man. Again, I was not an 80s guy. If I go back and do an 80s quest and I watch Big Bubba, I'll probably vote for him. But I have to give it right now in this snapshot in time. I've got to give it to the Repo Man. For my personal joy, I've got to give it to the Repo Man. I'm sorry. That's probably the wrong decision. If I was basing this based on talent or who should win, a lot of these would be different. But for me personally, I'm giving it to the Repo Man. Uh, Mortis versus Papa Shango. What a great matchup. Uh, Papa Shango, definitely. Um, so we've got a matchup here of two really great, a.k.a. bad 90s gimmicks that I'm super excited about. Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts versus Jason Kincaid. 
all the credit to Jason Kincaid. That's a, that's probably the true Cinderella story. I've watched maybe two matches of his and was impressed enough to so he made it to the 256. Is it part of the brackets? Yes. But uh, Jake wins, no question. And then Marcel Bartel versus Carl Anderson. Carl Anderson is fine, but he doesn't bring me joy. Marcel Bartel brings me joy, so he will advance. Man Mountain Rock, talk about how how'd you make it here? Man Mountain Rock versus Two Cold Scorpio, no question. Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Von Erich, again, for me, no question. That's a match that probably many of you purists and old school fans would love. For me, Kevin Von Erich, only seen a handful of his stuff. Daniel Bryan, one of my guys. So, uh, the, the final four matchups for page 10. We've got Cactus Jack versus The Model. That'd be fun. Uh, Repo Man versus Papa Shango. Love it. Jake Roberts versus Marcel Bartel. Cool. Two Cold Scorpio versus Daniel Bryan. Hot diggity. That would be fun to watch. All right. Pages 9 and 10 are done. We will press on. I'm aware that there are only six pages left, however. And so I have to stop and ask myself here, do I do one more page and leave five more pages for the final episode of the third round? Or do I try to get two done and we either have a shorter episode or I move into something else with the next one? We'll see how we go. We'll see how we go. We'll see how we do. Page 11, Mustafa Ali versus Bully Ray. I like you, Mustafa Ali, but you don't bring me the amount of joy that heel Bully Ray does. So Bully Ray gets the win. Oh, Wahoo McDaniel versus Matt Seidel. don't care about any of them either of them I'm going to give it to Wahoo kind of as a nod to the Jeremy rule because I, Matt Seidel does nothing for me so I'll let Wahoo win I think that's it when when I really don't care I'll give it to the kind of classic old school guy so Wahoo McDaniel will get the win wow yeah again I guess Matt Riddle should have made it but I, he doesn't do anything for me either so, anyways, uh, Masato Tanaka versus Big E Langston. Ooh, that would be a fun match. Oh, my, like, chest hurts just imagining the chops and the slaps and the forearms. Uh, I'm going to give it to Big E Langston. I love that kind of character. You know, credit to Big E. <clears throat> I think Big E's now made it twice, um, both as Big E in the New Day and now as Big E Langston, but I love that character. And then Mantar versus Roddy Piper. Oh, this is not fair. Do I do I have some tomfoolery here? I think I need some tomfoolery here. Because I don't know if I can, in good conscience, allow Wahoo McDaniel to make it to the wonderful 128, but not Mantar or Roddy Piper. So I'm going to, I'm going to tweak the brackets. I'm going to take some executive privilege. I'm going to tweak the brackets because they're mine and I can do that. I'm going to have, how do I want to do this? 
I think what I'm going to do, just for the matchup purposes, I'm going to have somehow, how do I want to book this? Roddy Piper is going to take out Wahoo McDaniel. And he is going to defeat Matt Seidel to advance because he did not want to face Mantar. He was scared of the beast known as Mantar. Wahoo McDaniel, still nursing his injury, bravely tries to wrestle Mantar and then loses. So... Roddy Piper is taking Wahoo's spot in the upper bracket. Mantar is advancing in the lower bracket. I have spoken. People can send your complaints to at VDC Matthews. Moving on. Uh, Paul Burchill versus Kofi Kingston. Uh, pirate gimmicks get you only so far. Uh, Kofi Kingston advances. The Rock versus Triple H. I knew this match was coming. I didn't know. Oh, and then there's... Oh, wow. Okay. It will end on this page because uh, we got to talk this all out. All right. The Rock versus Triple H. Um, the nation is feuding with DX right now in 98. We're heading towards the Rock versus Triple H ladder match. Um, I spent most of the time annoyed with Triple H. I actually didn't like Triple H. I appreciate him in hindsight but I liked The Rock. So I'm giving it to The Rock. Um, but I could very easily see a world in which Triple H should make it. Uh, but he's not going to. So The Rock is going to defeat Triple H and advance in the tournament. Uh, the next matchup is Goldberg versus Sting. Now this is Crow Sting. This is not Surfer Sting. This is Crow Sting. I loved the Crow Sting gimmick. That was what really, I think, kind of made me a WCW fan. It wasn't the NWO. It was more of the stuff with Sting. Um, maybe it's the fact that deep down inside, I've always kind of wanted to be the goth emo kid sitting on the rafter, up in the rafters. That's why my first creator wrestler for an E-Fed, Christian Hardcore, always cut his promos from the roof of the building, watching the people live below. Like, again, kind of a Raven Crow gimmick sort of thing. Um, Goldberg was cool, don't get me wrong. The matches were very exciting. I remember when he won, he beat Hogan. But I'm going to give it to Sting. Sting, to me, was, I think, a better character, and I enjoyed that more. Uh, and then we've got Adrian Adonis versus Gene Snitsky. Oh, come on, it wasn't my fault. Gene Snitsky, proud to have you in the wonderful 128. I'm capping my pen. Uh, the work is done for today. To review our page 11 matchups, uh, f through some chicanery, Bully Ray will face Roddy Piper in an epic war of words. I'm just, just imagining that makes me smile. Uh, Biggie Langston will wrestle Mantar. <laughs> just that matchup alone makes me smile. Uh, Kofi Kingston will take on The Rock. Love that. And then Sting, the Crow Sting will take on Gene Snitsky. I also love that. That makes me happy. This bracket, this tournament, uh, makes me happy. You know, I, I'm recording this as we kind of wrap up here. I'm recording this. The whole JD from New York debacle happened with Alexa Bliss 
for all I know, there'll be a new debacle with him in the next few weeks. Um, we're dealing with the Shad Gaspard news. We're dealing with a, a Japanese talent. I think her name's Hana Kimura, um, who passed away. You know, there's we're dealing with the pandemic and all of the stuff that's going on with racial issues going on in our world, in our country, in our lives. Um, I tweeted this out today as I recorded this. Um, you have to search actively, passionately, desperately search for the positive. You have to find the good, the happiness, the things that you love, and you have to cling to them as if it is a life raft and you are awash in a sea of storms. You know, this tournament to me, and hopefully to you, uh, is is that sort of life raft, is something you can cling to and for however long you choose to listen, for however many episodes you choose to listen. Um, it's something fun. You can kind of unplug from the rest of the world and just kind of let yourself be silly and nerdy and have fun. You, you have to, whatever it is, as long as it's not hurting yourself or anybody else. Um, you have to find it. You got to look for it. So, I don't know why I got deep just then, but I did. Uh, there's five pages of the third round of the Tournament of Nerdiness to go. Um, this chapter, however, is over. My name is DC Matthews, at the DC Matthews. Please find your happy, my friends. Uh, and we will see you the next time we go by the book.